happy February and welcome back to this Shared Ownership Thing podcast. After having a month off, we have recharged and we are full of energy ready to kick the podcast back off in 2022. Every month we have a chit chat about all things shared ownership, sharing our incredible customer stories and also debunking common misconceptions of shared ownership. I'm Cheryl, the Marketing Officer at Asta Sales, and today I'm joined by the Business Development Manager from The Mortgage People, also known as TMP, Alex Greaves. This episode, we're going to discuss all things shared ownership mortgages. But before we kick off, let's learn a little bit more about yourself, Alex. Here's a few quickfire questions for our listeners to get to know you. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, number one. What is your most used emoji on your phone? Two. (laughs) (laughs) I've got three children. (laughs) Okay, so you always send poo emojis to your children? Not always, but regularly. (laughs) Okay. Number two, if you had to go on karaoke, what would your go-to song be? So it's Daydream Believer by The Monkees, but I am trying to change it. I want to do something with a bit of rap in it, which I think will be very cool. <laughs> I love how you answer that as if you go on the karaoke regularly. Well, I don't, but I, I, do, <laughs> I, I do like to plan ahead. So I've been trying to change it, yeah. Do you have a karaoke lined up anytime soon? No, I don't have yeah. anything lined up very soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, number three, would you rather be reincarnated as a dog or a cat and why? So I prefer dogs, but I would rather come back as a cat because they can do whatever they want at any time they want, can't they? Like yeah. the dogs just tied in and relying on you to go out for a walk and stuff. So definitely a cat. Yeah, and they're quite sassy as well. Like if anyone's annoying you, you can just like whack them. Exactly, and I'm kind of I think I'm built more like a cat than a dog as well. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I can imagine you just pouncing from wall to wall to your neighbours. Lovely. um and lastly what is your favorite meal so chicken or lamb madras with pilau rice and a naan bread oh you don't go poppadoms no i do not strangely i find that they really fill me up do they even if i have like a couple before then i'm not i can't eat all of my proper food so no i stay stay away from the poppadom fair enough um oh god I don't even know. I literally love all food. But if I was to go to an Indian, I'd just have a basic korma with pilau rice. Yeah. And my 11-year-old had korma. <laughs> Poppadoms with the mint sauce. I love that mint sauce. It is, do you know what, that is nice. So I do actually, if I do eat poppadoms and having all the stuff on it as well, that is lovely, isn't it? Yeah, I do love that. And then I tried a new naan recently, actually. I can't, oh, was it the Pashwari naan? I had a bit. Don't think I've tried oh, it. Mm, that was incredible. What, what is that? What's in it? I can't Great remember what's in it. it. It's really sweet. I'm not sure if it's coconut, maybe. Really sorry if I've got that wrong. But, mm. Give that a go then. Pash- Pashwari naan. <laughs> Moving on from our Pashwari Nans, let's chat about all things mortgages. 
I presume you stumbled across this podcast because you're interested in shared ownership and you want to find out a little bit more. Well, you've stumbled down the right podcast road. So for the benefit of any new listeners, shared ownership is when you buy a share of a home and you pay rent on the share that you don't yet own. If you're able to do so, you can go on to purchase more shares of the home. This is referred to as staircasing until, if able to, you can purchase the whole 100% of the home. With shared ownership, deposits can be as low as 5% of the share that you purchase, and this makes it a more affordable option for many people. So as I said earlier, Alex is a business development manager for TMP, and you may have seen their little chirpy bird mascot on social media before. Alex, can you tell us a little bit about what TMP do and how do you help shared ownership buyers? Yeah, so basically, um, affordable housing and in particular shared ownership is what we do. So it's our area of expertise. Um, We've been in the business for around about 16 years and um, the whole business has really been built around affordable housing. So it's not just something that we dabble in. It's what we deal with all the time. Um, We do other mortgages like standard mortgages help to buy, but that is really where we, yeah, where we, where we operate. Um, all of the team, whether it's mortgage advisors, the case managers or the coordinators that deal with the, the back office side of things, they're all trained in the nuances of um, shared ownership. And because of this, um, we're usually able to help clients find the best mortgage that's right for their circumstances. Um, we also realize that buying a house can be really, really stressful. So we want to make sure that we uh, take the stress away and deal with all the boring stuff. So whoever's buying a property can get excited about it and look forward to getting the keys and buying their furniture. Love that. Awesome little introduction for what you do. We have asked our followers on both social media and on live chat what they would like to know about mortgages for shared ownership homes. The following questions are what we've had sent in by people both looking to buy a shared ownership home and people that have brought a shared ownership home already. So let's kick it off with this one. What is the process with TMP and how long after completing the affordability assessment will I hear back? So the process is, so in Italy, uh, one of the team at Asta would send the, the client an email which has a link onto our website. Um, just click on the link, um, answer a few basic questions like income, name, any debts, that kind of thing. And once they hit the submit button, um, we will receive it straight away. Now, we'll get in contact with the client within 24 hours to maybe ask a few extra questions if there's something that's not quite there um, or to confirm whether you've qualified to buy the property and watch share or in some cases to let them know that they've not been successful and why. So, really, it takes about within 24 hours after completing the assessment, we would come back to that person to let them know what's happening. Okay, fab. Does someone need a mortgage in principle, decision in principle, before they complete the assessment with you guys? Uh, In short, no. So, um, when we do the financial assessment, that's making sure that the customer would uh, meet the Homes England criteria and it establishes what they can go for. But once we've actually done it, we will then contact the client, as I said, chat them through um, what share they can go for. And we would look to get a mortgage in principle done at that point 
which would be based on lenders that have mortgages available for that specific client. So no, we can do all of that for them. It makes no difference. Awesome. And obviously there is quite a lot of different terminology in all of this that can get confusing. So is there a difference between mortgage in principle and decision in principle or are they the same thing? Same thing. I mean, I call it a dip decision in principle. Um, so some people used to call it like a mortgage promise a while ago. I think like some lenders used to call it that. But yeah, MIP and dip are the same. Perfect. What will help a mortgage application be seen as favourable? So I think probably the main thing is like the bank account conduct. Um, so I suppose if, if, this, if somebody was asking to borrow a load of money, um, the lenders need to feel confident that that person can manage their current situation. So um, try not make sure that uh, everything's being paid on time. Um, try not to take out any debt before you take out a mortgage as well or before you apply for a mortgage because that will affect what you can borrow. Um, so they're the main things, really. Just look at it as if you, if you were going to um, lend somebody some money, you'd want to feel confident that they can pay you back. So that's what you've got to be able to prove to the mortgage lenders. And that's the same with them, um, whether it's shared ownership, whether it's a standard mortgage, whatever. So they'd all be looking at the same thing. So if someone had, say, a car on finance, would that normally negatively affect it or would it all just be based on affordability? So. It wouldn't, as long as everything was kept up to date, mm. um, it wouldn't negatively negatively affect it. Because I suppose if you were looking at like a car loan, that's like an asset that you've got for that debt. So that's actually how I view it, is it's kind of a healthy debt. Um, so no, it wouldn't have an impact, but it would actually impact what they're able to borrow because it's a certain amount of money that they can't pay the mortgage back with each month. So That makes sense. Um, why is it better to purchase a higher share with shared ownership? Um, well, I suppose the biggest share you buy, the less rent you pay. And nobody likes paying rent, do they? Everybody mm-hmm. would rather be paying that money on a mortgage. Um, secondly, most people that I've spoken to in the past, they either want to buy more shares in the future or they want to own all of the property. Now, since I've been doing mortgage for about 10 years, house prices have continued to rise. So if you were to buy a bigger share in Italy, then that share would cost less than if you were to buy it in the future when house prices have increased, if that makes sense. That does make sense. So, um, again, we can't guarantee that house prices will always increase, but based on the, my knowledge over the last 10 years, it generally works out to be cheaper to buy the biggest share up front. Perfect. If someone was to buy a shared ownership home with their partner and they end up splitting up, could one of them take on the mortgage by themselves and how would that process work? Um, so it's not really a straightforward yes or no. It's going to come down to that particular situation. But if we assume that both partners are happy for that to happen, um, it really comes down to affordability. So I would suggest whoever you, whoever they arranged the mortgage with initially, um, go back to that advisor let them know about the situation as it stands today and they will look through the case. Okay. Um, they will look at the income of the new household, any debt, day-to-day living costs, and they would then possibly go back to the mortgage lender and say, look, this is the situation uh, and do their own affordability calculation. So in theory, yes, but there's a lot of things to factor in. And again, that would be the same whether it's debt only to put standard mortgage. There's no difference between how lenders would look at it. Perfect. So they'd just need to go to their mortgage lender for advice on it. 
Uh, yeah, or, I mean, again, if, if they arrange the mortgage through us, the MP, then I mean, come back to us and speak to the oh, broker that arranged initially, and they would do it on their behalf. But if they had gone elsewhere, then they might have to go back to the lender. Okay, awesome. Um, what is the lowest deposit percentage that I need to have? Can my deposit be less than 5%? So I suppose in, really 5% is the figure that you would need as a minimum. Um, so if the share was 100,000, then your deposit would be 5,000 um, pounds. By having a 5% deposit, you get access to more lenders with lower interest rates uh, with a choice of do you have a, a mortgage with lower setup fees or higher setup fees? It just gives you more options. Um, so you're more likely to get a mortgage that's tailored to your plans. Um, there are a couple of lenders that will do mortgages with less than 5% deposit, but their interest rates tend to be a little bit higher, as do their setup fees. Uh, and there's just not as many options. So if you can get the 5% deposit, definitely go down that route. Perfect. And the final question, do you have any key tips for people who are at the start of their shared ownership journey and are about to start applying for shared ownership mortgages? Yeah, so as I alluded to before, um, definitely always pay all of your bills um, on time, your credit commitments on time, as this will show the lender that you're somebody that they can trust. Um, give your bank account some TLC, so stay within your overdraft limit. Make sure your direct debits don't bounce. If you can, try not to use your overdraft limit at all. Um, and make sure you're prepared for the future. So get, get to grips with what outgoings you've got um, and put, try and put some money aside for little emergencies just so you're planning ahead, really. Um, you can go on to our website, which is um, bmpmortgages.co.uk, and there's a section called um, Get Set to Buy, uh, section called Get Set to Buy. And this gives you a list of paperwork that you can get, which most lenders will ask for, so you can get that all prepped. And I suppose by getting that sooner rather than later, it will mean that you're kind of familiar with the process and it will put you at an advantage then. Awesome. That's really good to know. I'll um, pop the link to your website in the description for this podcast as well. Oh. But that is the end of all of your questions that I'm going to fire at you. God. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Pleasure. Thank you so much to Alex for being a guest on the podcast. You've shared some really invaluable information which will really help our listeners who are starting their shared ownership journey. And if you're feeling inspired, we have some customer stories available for our listeners to see on our website. Just visit asta.co.uk forward slash life stories to watch our customer testimonials. And if any of our listeners have any other questions that they would like answered in regards to shared ownership, you can contact us through live chat on our website, asta.co.uk forward slash sales, through our social media channels, via email on homeownership at asta.co.uk or by phone on 01380 Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support. The Shared Ownership Thing podcast is brought to you by Asta Sales. Visit asta.co.uk forward slash sales for more information.